0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the farm. You know, Monty reminds his players, and it goes for us fans as well, not to get happy here. Stay hungry. Get better. Be better. Tonight, the Suns lost Game 3 to the Clippers. It was a physical game. Some calls didn't go the Suns' way. It's a good reminder that winning in the NBA is hard, and it's a good reminder not to get happy on the farm. Unfortunately, as I bring in the fellas, there will be no chugging tonight tonight. As the Suns ultimately lose to the Clippers by a fourteen-point margin, one hundred six to ninety-two. Welcome everybody to the Suns Jam Session and Solar Panel Podcast. How are we doing tonight, gents? Good.
1: Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine we got the loss out of the way.
2: Yeah, it's out, out of the way. Part. Yeah. I'm time I'm to make sipping the adjustment with the
3: fellas. I'm, I'm, I'm sipping. So <laughs> I'm nursing my injury and. Uh, yeah. And my beer, or my soda, whatever I'm drinking. So.
1: You don't know what you're drinking.
3: It's a soda, I think. I don't know. It's a root beer. <laughs> so technically, it's both. Then, look, yeah. you're you're 100 right. You don't get happy on the farm because when you do, you get slaughtered. Well, tonight you got slaughtered. All oh, right, uh, you're not. You're nine straight wins. We knew they weren't gonna they weren't gonna wind up winning out to win an NBA championship. This is the playoffs, and winning on the road is tough no matter what. They still have everybody said if they come back up 3-1, it's a win. Well, guess what? They can still come back the Phoenix up 3-1 with a victory on Saturday and if the if the Clippers method for success is Devin Booker and CP3 shooting 10 of 40, that's not going to happen three more times in this series. It's just not. So, if that's if that's what it takes for the Clippers to get a victory like this, I don't think we're going to see it again.
0: I hope you're right, Greg. I hope no. you're right. I think you're right. I know you're right. You know, it just, it <laughs> it's
1: just—it was a tough topic after game, a loss like that. Though, it, it it always mm. is.
0: But I think Dave said the right thing. Let's get the loss out of the way. I didn't think we were going to sweep sweep this team. I thought it would be the Suns in six, and I hope I'm wrong there. I hope it's the Suns in five. But at the same time, like you got to remember. After all of the hype, after all of the positive, amazing things that have been said about the Phoenix Suns for the past week, you know Kobe Bryant is uh, uh, Devin Booker, you know, and you know everybody is is you know DeAndre Ayton's now Hakeem Olajuwon, and you know everybody is so far up the Suns' ass right now, as well they should be, you know, relative to the fact that they are playing at an elite level. But we are still a basketball team that has potential to create errors. You know, Matthew, what was I telling you before this game? I'm like the Suns will lose if the guard play is less than. Uh, optimal it's something that i feared coming into this series was n- knowing that the clippers are better perimeter defenders and like to uh fuck with our guards more than the jazz would have so you you saw that tonight the game plan that Lu implemented coupled with you know some refereeing that was allowing some physicality on one side yeah, of the, the ball and not plan necessarily in- the included, other
1: included uh, uh, you know the referees being part of the game plan
2: it's what it felt like. Yeah. Though I didn't know you bro, told me bro, that, Don. I thought you were just lose. talking about the shirts and how much you sold yeah. your shirts. That's what you're <laughs> talking
0: about before the game. <laughs> no, we were talk- we were talking about uh, Elmer's burritos. Elmer's burritos. You know, the Suns so.
1: didn't lose because of the refs, though. They got they nah. let the refs get into their heads, but the Suns didn't lose because of the refs. Oh. They lost because the Clippers had all the energy, had all the momentum. Guess what? They were playing like a desperate team. Now you could you could look at this two ways. You can look at it like. Uh, the Suns are two tenths of a second away from being down two-one in this series, mm-hmm. or you can look at it in the way of the Suns had to lose a game. It was it was not going to be two straight series sweeps to make it to the finals. Uh, one of these one of those things is they're both probably true, but uh, one of those things is more true than the other, and I think it's that the Suns were bound to have a loss. Devin Booker. You know, when you got a broken nose and you go out there and you try to play and this guy's still swiping at your face and you're getting hit all the time, it's going to hurt and you're going to lose you know, you're going to lose your depth perception a little bit. Uh Chris Paul looked like Jesus. He looked like I felt after getting COVID in January. I mean, Chris Paul, yeah, he may not have had any symptoms. He may have tested fine, may not have had a fever and all that. But that dude did not have the same energy in his body as he's had in prior games. And maybe that was just because uh, he wasn't making his shots, but I really felt like he was low on energy in this game.
3: Look, anybody that's that's sick at any point, uh, you know, even though he was supposedly asymptomatic, his body was still fighting something off. So the fact that, uh, you know, and he sat for for eleven days. So like, I just people ripping on him. Oh well, it must be
1: He was on TikTok. Oh well, <laughs> yes, yeah, sure.
3: He, was dancing, he danced yeah. with his kids. Yeah, you know, but look. <laughs> There's going to be rust. I'm not concerned about Chris Paul. We know what Chris Paul can do. I'm not overly concerned about about what went on with him. We expected that you know that Booker may have some issues with that nose. The thing that concerns me most is Patrick Beverly in general right now. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy is an irritant, right? And and they need to find a way to stick it back to him. And, and they need to find a way to stop the chirping a little bit. And they didn't tonight. Mm-hmm. And I said it earlier today when uh, Saul and I were talking with Eddie Johnson, and you know, I said it a couple times, you can't give this Clippers team irrational confidence. That's my biggest concern about tonight is now that this clip, this Clippers team is, can go get in their own heads going, oh, we've done this before. We can do it again now. Look, we we proved it in game 3 and the suns can't let that continue they have to make a statement in saturday even if it's even if they lose it, it has to be close they can't give the clippers uh, another game like tonight that's when there could be a sign of trouble
0: well uh-huh. welcome everybody hey, this champ session I, I, welcome I, I, Saul it's i want to see, see happy you there. saul yeah i don't I see saul happy saul I, I, I don't i don't see happy saw right now Yo, well Eric, how, how you
4: doing bud you know you know i think espo had said it on, on twitter you know this this is eerily reminiscent of several Suns games that they had lost earlier this year mm-hmm. um which is kind of disappointing uh, i think i'm more disappointed uh in, in tonight not in terms of the result but just i mean the first half was ugly for both teams it was not pretty and it just looked like the Suns could not get their footing whatsoever until about midway through that second quarter, they build up a lead. And then they kind of gave it right back, only up by two and a half. And my biggest takeaway from this game is exactly what the Clippers said. The Clippers said, we've been down 0-2 before, not a big deal. We're still just as confident as ever. And they came out and they proved it. And until the Suns prove them wrong, or any team in the NBA proves them wrong and eliminates them somehow – they're still going to feel that confidence all the way until game seven. And so if you're the Suns, it, it, I'm sorry, but game four is a must win. Like, it's a, it's a must win. It's and, not- and, and, and Espo's going to sit there and, and squint in his face and all this other BS. I don't yes. care. Yeah, I, I don't care. If you go down – Oh, 2 and then you bounce back and you tie this series up, you're just like the Utah series. No, this is not. exactly what happened. And everybody was no. talking about, well, they didn't win game three without Kawhi. And the Suns got Chris Paul back. But guess what, guys? They still did it. They still beat the Suns with Chris Paul back. It, there's nothing. Chris Paul played anymore. like
1: he still had COVID. I Chris care. Paul's not going to play like this. Kevin Booker had a
4: broken nose. Hey, guys, I don't listen. care. We can make all the excuses we want, I'm just telling you that the Clippers have this false confidence, quote unquote, which I believe is actual confidence. I don't think it's false confidence. They've they've done it before. So what makes them think that they're not going to do it again? Let's I'm not all, saying that it's going to let, happen. Let's all I'm breathe. Not gonna, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Let's all, let,
1: I'm let's just all crack open a beer.
0: I'm scared. John. Damn, let's I'm scared. just relax. The sky just it's It's OK. It's OK. The Suns I think, are going to win the series.
4: I'm just saying. Exactly. That Every, everything's going to be okay, but, everybody. But
0: so,
1: Saturday's a well,
0: must, must
4: win.
1: win. It Beverly on Devin Booker.
0: Listen, I've got a little song for you guys, okay? I'm going to sing a little song to settle everybody down to remind you that this was just one of them days. It's just one of them
4: days When I want to be all alone It's just one of them days
3: when I
0: gotta be all alone, it's just one of them plays. Don't take that person Listen, guys. Oh. To think things through. John Allen's we... in misery. Son, son no, we're, not cool. get,
2: we're not gonna get paid now, man, for this YouTube. Yeah, oh, who cares? I do. Who the Suns lost, and I'm not going to get money. Well, oh, yeah. great, Lissy! Oh, I, I guarantee you. I
4: guarantee you. Facebook just stopped. I promise you that. Lizzie,
2: yeah. Lissy, you you weren't
3: what? earning the money anyways.
2: <laughs> hey, I was. I was out there earning, dude. It's called the Big Brother program. That's what I'm with with John. He's
3: you the one. Take it's that Invisalign line out to earn that money. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let, let, let's kind of start at the beginning of this game and walk our way through it. You know, I think that... Well, yeah, we do. That's what we do. We analyze. We look. We, we try to seek adjustments. Uh, for me, it was a weird vibe at the Staples Center. A late-arriving crowd, which LA is notorious for. They're doing kind of some of the, the camera shots of the crowd, and you can see a bunch of the seats are just empty, and it's like halfway through the first quarter. But still, you see Booker in a mask, which... Let's talk about Booker's mask. Should he have gone with an all black carbon fiber mask? or
3: I don't think like, they can anymore.
0: Is it legal to wear a Batman mask? Because that would have been pretty cool, right?
3: I don't think they can wear anything but clear masks now.
0: I,
1: yeah.
3: Somebody tried a to a rule.
0: wear a black one. Yeah. So much opportunity there for marketing. You could put the PayPal logo maybe on it and everything. Like make it, put make a couple extra Nike on the side. I don't care. But it was a weird vibe in there. You had Booker and Paul both started 0 for 9 from the field. And then you had seven fouls in the first quarter and three turnovers in the first quarter. I mean, from the get-go, you could t- see that this team was out of sync. The way that Chris Paul, you know, Dave said it, and I agree 100%, you could tell this is a guy who, one, hasn't played in 11 days, and two, is coming off of COVID. He seemed fatigued. He was taking that pace that the Suns have played with throughout the playoffs and slowed it way down. I'm talking like Ricky Rubio bringing it up the court down, where you're like, dude, get across the court, you know, before you hit 15 seconds, you know? And you're, you're seeing the Los Angeles Clippers pushing the ball, pushing the pace, trying to get their team in rhythm and passing the ball around. And the Suns were really dedicated to just simply running half-court offensive sets tonight. And you couple that with the fact that they weren't shooting the ball effectively. And again, the Clippers weren't necessarily either, but there was no sense of urgency in this game. And I hate that term, and I know a lot of people do, must-win game. Every game in the playoffs is a must-win. You know, but this is one of those games where, I mean, you could really, as we were talking about Espo on our last pod, you could be the one who knocks. You could be the one who takes your foot and put it on their throat. And it was more of a reacclamation of Chris Paul into this offense. And what really hurt the Suns is the fact that campaign went down with that sprained ankle because you saw when he first came in, he played four minutes tonight. He played with pace. He attacked the interior. He did what campaign does not having that Moving forward could be problematic for the Suns.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, you want to talk adjustments. How'd they win the first two games? They played a fast pace because that's the way campaign plays. Tonight, they played that slower pace that Chris Paul is used to, right. and it didn't seem to work against the Clippers. Now, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. When wait,
3: wait. they can't <laughs> shoot, that doesn't help. You know, yeah, but. okay.
1: This. <laughs> let's not get ourselves into such a rut. That we believe that the Suns were better with campaign. No, no, it's no, that Chris no. Chris Paul played terrible. That's what happened. Correct. I love, it. I love that we're Paul saying played. he played
3: terrible, and he still had 15 points and 12 assists. He too. played yeah.
1: terrible. <laughs> which
4: Dude. is ex- which is exactly what um, five for Mike, 19. Mike, I think that's exactly what Michael Wilbon said before the game that he was going to have 15 and 12, and he yeah. exactly had 15. No, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, said he that before the game. He called it
1: shots. No, that's Chris Paul. Look, he, he he played bad. I don't care what anybody, if you're just going to look at the box score, go right ahead. I watched the game. I I was watching Chris Paul. The dude had no life in his eyes. He was moving real slow. He he hands on his control. knees. Hands on his knee. Look, how many times did he just hold the ball out uh, past the three point line and then wait for the shot clock to wind down and then, then try to do a sidestep three. I mean, Chris Paul doesn't do that. We haven't been watching that all series, so no, this was not the Chris Paul that is going to win a game. Yes, Campaign played great in those first two games, but we're—I'm not, not going to sit here and think, God. I hope Campaign comes back and Chris Paul sits. I'm not going to. No, no,
0: that. no. That wasn't no. what I was saying. No, and, like, we're just exactly saying that what you were saying, having well. having <laughs> Campaign available to come in and spell Chris Paul <laughs> has been effective all year long because he changes the speed of the offense. He attacks the rim. And, you know, that's always the difference. The the problem with the seven seconds or less teams was they wanted to have a distributor coming in off the bench and they had Barbosa and they and Mike D'Antoni didn't know how to make those correct adjustments because he wanted him to try to distribute. This team embraces the fact that campaign is who he is. He attacks the rim. He's not a primary distributor, but he can when he kicks out to the perimeter. And not having that moving forward, you know, Etuan Moore can attack, but he's not as effective. He's not as quick. He doesn't have the hesitation. So it's going to be really interesting to see how bad that sprained ankle is because of what it does for our sustained offense coming in from that second team.
4: I would like to see. I mean, everybody's been clamoring for this for a little while, but I would love to see some Javon Carter, please. Yes. Please. I mean, I don't know what is going on, why JC isn't getting in there. Uh, you know, he's a bulldog just like Pat Beverly. I would yes, love to see Javon Carter on Pat Beverly. Let's go. Yes, yes. But also, the main thing that I'm concerned about, and I it's not I like, don't everybody panic when I say this. I don't mean this guy's like falling off the face of the earth. I'm just saying, like two games in a row, Pat Bev has gotten to Booker. Like, Correct. we can't deny that, right? I don't th- I, I, Okay, he, he broke, his, he has he 40 broke points his freaking game, nose. He has 40 points in game one, 18 in game two, and 15 tonight. How is that, how is that
3: deniable? How, he got to him by breaking his nose. Okay. That's what's the difference here. Okay. It's not like his defense.
4: His nose is still going to be broken in game four, so I, I don't give it. a shit. He's still got to play better.
0: Well, I, and he's blocking his shots, too. I mean, multiple times he's gone and he's blocked his shot. That has nothing to do him. with a broken nose. Yeah, he's ripping him all the like, time. He's getting to his head. He's pressing him up at half court. He's doing those things that are going to take Book out of his game like Matisse Thibel have. The adjustment needs – Devin Booker needs to figure out how to not allow Patrick Beverly to constantly slap the ball out of him when he's going, you know, with a left-handed layup or trying to create a jump shot. He's continually had – being, He's being a pest. That's he what, is, that's what he's, filling, he's filling his role. And,
4: and he's doing it exactly to a T, exactly what the Clippers need. So Devin Booker's got to figure a way around that in game I, four. There's I, nothing wrong with saying he, that.
2: He usually does, though. It's funny because uh, Al McCoy was talking about before the game last game. He's like, if Pat Bev can do what he does and get annoying to Booker, I mean, it's going to be a problem. But honestly... I don't think he ever has. I think Booker has always won up them every game. I don't think Pat Bev has ever gone the distance every game to get under Booker's skin, but it has happened. But a lot of that is his nose is broken. I mean, underneath that mask must be mm-hmm. so fucking irritating. The way him and Chris Paul walked off the court today, it just looked like it was like, you know, it's just one of those games. Let's just get it over with Chris Paul's face because obviously maybe he was sick. But he just seemed like, you know what, this is not going our way. And usually it's like the first half, if they don't have any energy. They'll come back out the next half and they'll have that. They'll have a game plan, something. But it wasn't there either. Even early in the third quarter, the hustle wasn't there. The only guy out there with hustle was campaign. He got hurt. And then Cameron Johnson, he played 30 minutes tonight. Cameron Johnson's the only one out there that looked like he wanted to do anything. So the energy thing is there. They just have it. Terrence Mann, Patrick Beverly, those are two guys I'm like, I'm scared when they have the ball offensive, offensively and then whatever they're doing defensively, they irritate these guys because they're having their way right now with the Suns. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the adjustments. I know they're going to be there for these two dudes.
0: Did Cameron Johnson, would you say Matthew, is he making the right decisions? He is. And John, I
2: took that note. How many times did I take that note? Twice? Yeah. Three you kept taking that note
0: during the game.
2: <laughs> All he during is. the game. He's, he's, he's doing better than, uh, Mikael Bridges right now is hitting some big shots, but Cameron Johns is really stepping up in a big way. Sure.
0: And you have, and you have in the chat, uh, ain't no one better, uh, Threw down five bucks in the Super Chat. We appreciate that. Anybody who is watching along live, uh, you can hit us up in the Super Chat. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. He goes, how are CP, Book, and pain going to get better with one day off? And you know what? That's the story of the playoffs right now. That's everybody. Yeah. Every you know? every game Every is team different. is facing that right I now. Mean, how did every they get game bad is with different. one day?
1: How did that's they get so I bad I, in one day?
4: That's what I thought was happening to the Clippers in the second quarter. It just looked like they were starting to just get tired. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay. Well, the Suns are going to. They're going to blow them out, maybe, and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just it just stopped. And I, I, I'm still kind of confounded by this game. I I, I thought the Suns were going to find a way, even well, down the stretch when they were making their run. I was like, oh man, we're just going to laugh at this post game about man, the Clippers had every chance in the world to win this game and they blew it, and then it didn't happen.
0: And what's that- interesting about this game that I find is how effective. Zubak was. I mean, 15 points, 16 rebounds, 9 for 10 from the free throw line. And I think that that's really what kind of set that tone in that first quarter was Mikhail Bridges getting those two early fouls, Zubak into the line and, you know, the whole team was essentially was in foul trouble after that. Jay Crowder fouls out. Uh, apparently you can't if you get elbowed in the face, it's not a foul. Uh, but if you yeah. lightly push somebody uh, when they run into you, uh, it's a foul on you. And, you know, again, I think that that's uh, what a lot of Suns fans are going to look at. This was, as I was going through my Twitter feed, looking at my Facebook feed, uh, checking on my MySpace page, everybody was really talking about how the it, was, it felt pretty one-sided. And I know that that's what happens, especially in the playoffs, when you're the recipient of that. I think if you ask a lot of Denver fans, they would say the same, that there was some games that felt one-sided, officiated, but here's the difference is it was a phys- it was from a physicality standpoint. A lot of the things that the Clippers were doing were physical and they were getting away with. And the Suns were getting called with, I feel, were uh, quite a few tick tack fouls. Am I the only one who feels that? And OK, good. That's
3: home, um, that's home cooking, though.
0: It I mean, shouldn't that, be, though.
3: It, it shouldn't be. But that's the that's the reality of the NBA. I mean, that's just the way it's it's always been. I mean, we uh, I, I, so that doesn't surprise me. The Clippers are at home; they get some they get some calls, right? The Suns aren't going to shoot thirty eight percent again from the field. This is this is a carbon copy of the games that they lost in the regular season. Yeah, when their shots don't fall, there's no amount of defense that's going to dig you out of that hole. And they could not shoot tonight. Devin Booker couldn't. CP three couldn't. Uh, you know, everybody outside of uh, you know of Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges just struggled immensely tonight from the field. That's problematic, right? And it, but it doesn't happen on a regular basis. This is that one out of out of five or ten games that this team has, and they're more the team we saw in that nine game run than the one game we saw here. I, I just this this is the Clippers coming home and doing what they were supposed to do. Win a game at home. The exactly. Suns took care of the two in, in Phoenix. The Clippers got, got a win on their home court. If the Suns steal one on Saturday, if they come in and take care of business, it's it's another everybody's saying, oh well, it's over again. Everybody shifts back to that. This the Suns have home court. They still have home court. They'll still have home court if they lose on Saturday. That that's the key here.
0: What about all that's that officiating exactly. in game two, though? I mean, I felt like, you know, we talked about the Scott Foster game, and it happened to go in our favor, but, you know, home cooking, you know, uh, I don't I don't know how much not, we got.
3: Scott Foster, it doesn't matter where you're playing. He's going to find a way to screw a CP3 <laughs> team. So that's a given.
0: What about? Luck. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, no, I was just saying, so not everyone speak up at once. Everyone's just like. This podcast feels like that game. <laughs> this is it's disjointed. very and disjointed like, right now. I'm gonna sure. go foul Matthew. <laughs> and and it will it'll be on him. Come in here? Yeah, Booker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock yeah. one of those Invisalign off of your forehead. I'll probably dude. take it, too, dude. Look, you know, here's <laughs>
1: what, look, what happened in this game is that Devin Booker got two early fouls. And he was already going to be um, hamstrung with his nose and with Patrick Beverly. And then he got two fouls, so he had to take away all of his aggressiveness. He couldn't drive in. He couldn't do really anything he really wanted to do in the game. Mikkel Bridges, if we remember, had got two fouls within the first couple of minutes and had to sit down. A minute uh, De- and
4: 40 seconds.
1: Yeah, there you go. Two fouls. So two fouls already had to sit down. So the rotations were messed up that way. I really do think that uh, Chris Paul is going to come in a lot uh, with a lot more fire on Saturday. I think Mikel Bridges just needs to stay out of foul trouble. You know, we were worried about DeAndre Ayton all year with foul trouble and worried mm-hmm. that, oh, if he gets early fouls, he's out of the he's mentally out of it, blah, blah, blah. The guy who really has a reputation for being completely mentally out of a game after getting early fouls is Mikel Bridges. That dude, he needs to be able to get over foul trouble early in a game. It drives me nuts. He missed so many good threes where they were just mm-hmm. whipping the ball around, and he had a nice open shot where he's supposed to be able to make him. He makes 50% on the season. He missed about 5,000% tonight because he got those early fouls, and he's like nothing like himself anymore. We need Mikkel Bridges to be the guy that everyone thought maybe was the third best player on the team this year. Mikkel Bridges is playing like the seventh or eighth best player. He's got to play better. You need Devin Booker to make his shots. I, I feel bad for him. I mean, if I had a broken nose and I was wearing a mask and breathing into that, we've worn masks for a year. We know it sucks to breathe into something <laughs> on your face. How the hell are we going to make shots in a basketball game? I mean, come on. There's holes look, in the Dave. it's going to be okay. Oh, yeah. He's, his so, mask is the look, reverse of what we said, wore. he said pregame, it's okay. He's got that mask on his face, but there's holes. If I wear Devin Booker's
4: eye. mask, I guarantee you I get COVID. <laughs> uh, I know, right? It was just
1: crazy. And then Chris Paul, I, he's going to get his energy back every day. I think he was, I, his shot was off, but... He was mentally off. He's got to come back. And I feel like Chris Paul, if anybody in this league is going to come back from having a bad day, it's going to be Chris Paul. The team is going to be focused. The guy who did play well was DeAndre Ayton. The problem was the Clippers started sinking down and doing triple teams and and rolling, you know, sinking deep, leaving it up to the guards to score. And the the Suns Mm -hmm. guards couldn't score because Mm -hmm. Pat Bev and Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson, all those guys were we're locking up somehow Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And so then the rest of the defense sunk down. And every time there was a uh, potential for a lob or a or a pass into DA that's been open all playoffs because those guys are making their shots, suddenly now DA's back to the regular season where he's getting triple teamed on any role. So it was tough for DA in there. He was the only one fighting for rebounds most of the time. He But he played real well. Cam Johnson played real well. We need campaign to get back. But you know what? If, if you can win two games without Chris Paul, you don't need campaign for a win. You need Chris Paul for a win. You yep. need Chris Paul to show up. You need Devin Booker to show up, and I really think they will. If you guys remember against the Lakers, Devin Booker what got under 20 points two straight games. Guess which mm-hmm. games those were? Game two, went, two and game three. Game three. Yep. Guess what he did in the game after that, and then the game after that. He had 47 points in the deciding game five. He had a great game in game four. He'll be fine.
2: Yeah, that's the best...
1: I
0: already, I already, I'm not s- even I already shot this,
1: my bro. wad before <laughs> she said it.
0: His 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 his, his stat was Mikael Bridges five, <laughs> 5, 5 thousand 5, percent 5000 percent. I didn't realize
3: five thousand percent of his shots. I, I didn't go. realize two of five from three was a uh, missing five thousand. <laughs> Don't like five thousand <laughs> or five of
1: eight on the field overall. again,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but Matthew. The I the cut box. you off.
1: Please hey, no worries, please dude. go ahead. Hey, we're not getting we're, guys.
2: we're not getting paid for, this, paid so for can, this. yeah I can give a shit. Um no, I don't <laughs> even know what I was going to say, dude. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, Aiden
1: stays <laughs> up there on on YouTube after playing music.
2: If uh yeah, okay, so I like how Dave broke that down because I was thinking when Chris Paul and Booker are having a hard time scoring, um you know, give the ball to Aiden, but he scored 10 points in the first quarter. So it's like give him the ball and they were doing the triple team stuff, but find a way to give him the ball cuz He needed it. He was the only guy doing anything down there. Zubak, however you pronounce his name, he is just so disrespected down there by the refs. Where I feel like anybody can get the rebound over him, put it back, and it'll be a foul, but they don't call it on Zubak. So I thought they should have just abused that guy for a while in the first half. I know they hung in there, but even the energy, though, Aiden had in the second half coming out, it was kind of slow. But, um...
0: (sighs) I don't even know what else I was going to say. Okay. I'm sorry. I always, <laughs> I, this is, th- you know, you, you want to know what goes through Matthew's head whenever I do. No. Fuck. When it was, I'm looking it at the
2: big screen, I'm thinking about Dave, how he said I look fat. So now I'm just getting insecure. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I missed
4: that one. Yeah, this
1: it's I all it's just gonna... all you know, yours look full. That's all your cheeks are. just Full. <laughs> full. full. Yeah, I keep, look like keep, a chipmunk. Thanks, yeah. like poof, Poofy. poofy. <laughs> we, we officially
4: <laughs> are Lowing. the suns in the third quarter. Should we quarter, say glowing? Right? We'll <laughs> say glowing. Oh my god.
0: Glowing yeah. with all the with this, all is going, those, this is going this is definitely beers, going off the yeah.
4: rails like the sun's in the third quarter for
0: sure. Yeah. Watch yeah. 2021. Well, let's talk about a little DeAndre in there. I think Dave made a very uh, astute observation on what the Clippers were doing because the guards weren't hitting their middies. I mean, they, they were there. You could see that Dem Booker was definitely affected by that mask. He, was, he had a, quite a few of wide-open mid-range shots, and they just weren't falling down. A lot of the shots weren't falling down. As Espo mentioned, when you look at the overall statistics, the Suns ended shooting uh, a total of 38.9% and 31% from three. So... When that happens, it allows the defense to cheat in. And DeAndre Ayton, kudos to him again. You know, another solid performance. 18 points had the nine rebounds on nine to 13 shooting. He was the offensive uh force in that first half. And, you know, he had 10 points in the first quarter, and then no shot attempts in the second quarter. And then nothing in the third, and like a little bit in the fourth. It's just it's frustrating when they're not feeding him as much as they are. And I get it, I get it. You know, to Dave's point. If you're going to shoot the way that you are, you don't need to. You can let them stand out there and just miss the shots. You can you can come inside. But what was missing in this game, and again, why I think that something is wrong uh, with Chris Paul, obviously, coming back first game and everything we mentioned, but something that needs to be uh, exploited and an adjustment that needs to be made is they were running no high pick-and-roll with Aiden. They weren't running any of it. And that's what where CP can start to cook and where you can get Aiden involved when he is feasting like he was. I mean, Zubak had a great game, but Aiton was really owning him, and yeah. they just didn't feed him, man, We're, and that's frustrating. Well, I really but, think
1: that was the defense, though. I think uh, when, when, uh, when the guys are rolling with Aiton going to the rim – and kind of sucking down on him. Chris Paul was killing them. Remember, he had that 37 points to close out the Nuggets. That was partially that was because the Nuggets decided Aiton was going to stop killing them. So Chris Paul made all the shots. Devin Booker has to be able to make shots. But those guys were passing up shots left and right. I know they took 40 between them. 40 between them. But it's amazing how many they passed up on that they could have taken. They could have taken 60 between them if they wanted to. That means the Clippers were giving them shots. The Clippers were daring them to shoot. And they were trusting, and that that daring two all stars to shoot the ball should go against the Clippers and won't be on their on their side two games in a row. I'm not worried about this.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, you were talking about the high pick and roll. CP3 got that several times. It's just hey, let, we got to give credit to Zubach. He, he's he's got a long wingspan and he makes it a little bit more difficult to shoot over than your normal kind of pick pick and roll defender, right? Um, he he did he does he's been doing a good job for the for the Clippers since he's been getting more run. Like even in game two, he had his moments and he did tonight again. Like we can't take that away from from what he did. However, Chris Paul was off. Like and that and I think that's that's the key here is that Chris Paul just wasn't Chris Paul. Devin Booker wasn't Devin Booker. Devin Booker looked like he was he was speeding himself up too much on his shots. He wasn't getting the lift that he was getting, uh, you know, in Game One specifically, and and even in Game Two when they were measuring him coming off of a pick and hitting that jumper to to put the Suns up by one with less less than thirty seconds left. Like it just looks like he's too flat. Uh, the the shots were line drives. They even pointed mm-hmm. it out on one of the shots that he made. It was like straight into the well, back of the rim. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, oh, shot. yeah, very oh, very Nathan Kawhi Leonard, shot. right? Leonard and so, shot, yeah, yeah. So so you know Booker's Booker's rhythm is off, and that's what the greatness of Devin Booker will come come into play here. I hope in Game Four and Five is that he's going to figure out Pat Bev's rhythm. And he's herky jerky. He's a tough defender for a reason. One of the best defenders in the NBA. Like you can't take that away from him. But Devin Booker will figure it out at some point. I'm confident of that. It just, you know, everybody else needs to come along too. And I think Chris Paul also, when he left, DeAndre Aiden was having a good, good playoff. Let's not get, you know, let's not get that twisted. However, he wasn't as offensively dominant as he was like in game two, right? And so there's a little bit of adjustment there for CP3 to understand, like, I can give it to DA a little bit more than I am. And I think everybody on the team needs to understand that because DA needs the ball. Far more than he's getting it.
3: Look in, in Game Four. I want to see them set the tone early on Pat everly Hard picks. Yep. Don't let that guy get in a comfortable rhythm on the defensive end. Get him to to start jawing and and, and rattle him in that way. I think you can. I, I what they did not do tonight that they've done so well throughout the playoffs and in the regular season was they dictated the tone. They dictated the mm-hmm. physicality they didn't do that tonight. They were back on their heels. They let the Clippers be the one that dictated those things. They need to do that early in game 4 to make it very clear they're not going to put up with it. And the Clippers are not going to hit as many contested threes as they did tonight. There were there were so many times that they had a hand in their face. I mean Marcus Morris, uh you know, he had a few of those. Reggie, uh, Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Yeah. 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 It, it's just they're they're not going uh, Luke Kennard did too. They they're not going to hit those suns aren't going to miss as many
1: Look, the clippers are the either. best three-point shooting team in the league you have to allow for them to make all their make those so many three-point shots what yes. you got to do is you got to limit the shots at the rim and when they're when they're you know tonight obviously look the other thing we haven't even brought up yet and you, you brought it up a little bit saw on on zubach being a better player than we probably want to give him credit for but man in that first quarter Yeah, that was his job. His job was to be physical. His job was to get every rebound and score inside every time he got. He got like seven free throws and eight rebounds or something in the first Mm -hmm. quarter alone. That set the tone that the Clippers just rode out for the rest of the game in physicality. And because that also gets in the ref's heads the refs see oh this is the more physical team we all know this we all know the more physical the more hit you first team gets the fewer foul calls it just happens that's the way the refs go that's the way it is and the team that is reactionary on the hits get the fouls called against them so i uh, and zubat set that tone real early aiden can come out and while he was really good in this game he wasn't physical and and knocking zubach off and i think he can do that a little bit better in the next game as well um but i really do and, and, saw you mentioned it earlier. Javon Carter's got to see some time. I feel like how can Javon Carter not have gotten time tonight? Seriously. That was crazy that he didn't get any time tonight until mop-up time.
4: The other thing you is – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt.
2: No, I was going to say you would think it would have been the last game because a lot of people from Twitter – usually like when everyone wants Javon Carter to come back, I feel like he does play the next game, and he just didn't <laughs> in game two. Um, I expected him tonight, honestly, but next game for sure, right? He has to come back. Dude, I wrote an article about
0: it. Yeah. Like I thought that was the adjustment yeah. that the that the mm-hmm. Sun should make when Pat Bev is out there to try to create some or and Reggie Jackson too. Like when Etoon mourns and Campaign are your two guards, I feel like you gotta you gotta get Javon Carter out there because of his defensive prowess, because of his ability to pick guys up half court, because of his ability to pester and be our version of Pat Beverly, although he doesn't, you know, nearly flop as much. You know, so I'm surprised that he hasn't had an opportunity to play. But
4: in a game like this tonight, specifically, you needed yes. a guy like Javon Carter to get in there and spark this team somehow, some way. Typical of what Campaign had been doing off the bench. But then Campaign gets hurt. one Moore just doesn't have that juice. Uh, nope. to get, get these guys really uh, rolling, so Javon Carter can be that pest for you and get in, up in guys' face and get this team sparked somehow, some way. Especially when he's he knows he's only playing a couple minutes. Like I think that. And the other thing is, is that what the Suns have missed desperately in these last two games is just a a, a tone setter or not a tone setter, but a a pacemaker, right? Somebody that's always going to hit that shot when you need it the most, you know, just to kind of keep the rhythm of the offense going. Right. They haven't had that. These last two games, these last two games have been so herky jerky, you know, Mm -hmm. one team's up by six, then they're down by six. And it's just kind of back and forth. And there's no rhythm to these games. And that's where you miss the Devin Booker consistency or the Chris Paul consistency. consistency. And Mm -hmm. I think when they come, when, when that starts to come back game over.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I'm not worried about it because of that. I mean, Chris Paul, good Lord. Look, it's almost like, Saul, and you were leading to it without actually saying it out loud to the end. It's almost like they need Chris Paul running this offense, the real Chris Paul, the one who makes the shots and, and settles the team down. We all wanted it in the first couple of games and, and got lucky on the wins anyway. Chris Paul comes back tonight. He plays like, uh, you know, Tyler Eulis a like, little bit. and that's like it's, really, it's, it's a Cliff Paul, and it's tough to watch. I mean, yeah. He had the nice uh, box score, Espo, but he didn't look good on the court. He needs no, to come. He didn't. <laughs> He needs to come back and uh, have a really good Chris Paul impact game. You're not going to win in the playoffs unless your best players play really great. And Paul look George played really great for the Clippers, <laughs> but that's what happened. That's what happened in the first round. Devin Booker, 47 points in game five. Game five really set the tone. And and to set the tone in that Lakers series, and then Chris Paul thirty seven points in Game Four to close out the Denver Nuggets when they were desperate for a win. That's what you need, and that's what the Suns are going to have to get. Man, I tell you what, if if uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul go ten for forty on Saturday, it's going to be a two two tie. That's it.
3: Yeah, Bottom that's line. that's not saying much. If if the I will. I will. I'll buy you dinner if if Chris Paul and Devin Booker go ten for forty in any game in the re- in the rest of this series. I'm ten for forty's right not happening again.
1: <laughs> right, say it again. Right. You're gonna I'll, buy. Me I will dinner. buy
3: you dinner. If they go ten for forty again oh, in this man. series, like, I may, him, I may take you out for a nightcap after that too. All right,
0: nightcap. Yeah, that's how. Frozen <laughs> dinner. The Davey
2: panel. Day. Well, yeah.
1: Imagine me and Espo doing a nightcap. Hey, look,
3: it'll be it'll be wild. Yeah. Look, look.
1: <laughs> this can record a lot. after the Taco Bell dinner. <laughs> <I can record. laughs>
4: this this mean, Dave was like, "I'm gonna record this," as if this isn't <laughs> as already as recorded is on
1: YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> No. I want it because then I don't know how to clip sound out of video. So I Damn. needed to record it independently. Just like <laughs> doing an interview of a player.
3: This <laughs> this get a a little
0: stab me after hours. Guys, this yeah. game reminds
3: me of game three of the Lakers series. True. Suns didn't shoot well. It was ugly. Yeah. The Lakers. Pulled the little uh, shimmy shake, salsa mm-hmm. dance, all that crap. You had Paul George after he hits that stupid half court shot as if it was some skill, kissing to the fan base. The sons remember that he was kissing okay? to his hot ass wife. That's what look, he was doing. Look, Jay Crowder, <laughs>
0: Jay Crowder remembers
4: Real. that, right? <laughs> i, I, I have blown kiss some kisses that way too.
0: Like,
2: Those kisses were to quiet, hey, hey. right?
0: <laughs> yeah, those words to Kawhi. What was well, yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi doing all the way up in the suites What's because he's got about? a torn
3: ACL. You don't want him on yeah. the bench. Yeah,
0: yeah. they you don't want him on the bench anymore. They have like yo, luxury yo, little luxury you know, Kleiners,
4: but he's, exactly. he's injured. He's injured so bad. I feel like that they don't want to see him walking with a oh, slight limp they, or they just want all kids over him the whole time in, in,
1: in the camera. You know, and 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 when they were celebrating after when the they were celebrating after their game six win. Did um, why get off his chair to celebrate? No, no,
2: no. no, no. He just sat, sat there anymore. and he goes,
1: "Yeah." That that's that
2: how he celebrates. though. I think yeah. <laughs> that, that <laughs> is how he celebrates. Little, little golf laps. Yeah, he would have gotten off his
1: chair if he if yeah. he had a knee left. I don't think he has any knee left.
2: But he he's probably like, lost. "You idiots, we're still down 0-2. Finish the fucking game." That's probably what he's telling them. Ooh. Did
0: that? Did, Ooh. Should that? Uh, I'm just saying that Paul George have counted. No, they didn't, yeah. they didn't. start the clock, right? Yeah, they didn't start the clock. I stopped it, rewound it, and like showed everybody who was here, Matthew and like my nephew. And I'm like, they didn't stop. They didn't start the clock. He, he got two dribbles and a shot, half court. That in one second. Come on, man. One point. One actually, second? We were yeah. watching it, and it was it
2: was correct. I'm sorry. i What's fun about these games I'm is we mute can just this be like. Motherfucker. <laughs> he
1: didn't start the clock because he didn't. Are you going it? to? No, I, I, saying, I, I thought remember. the clock
4: started on time. So.
0: I when I would watch the replay. maybe you you and Lissy can have a a, go out on a dinner date too. You know,
1: I'll just be alone. Any night there's not a Suns game, I'm free.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, no nightcap for you though, Lissy. Just my mom. Can my mom
2: come? She can just drop us. (laughs) She gets (laughs) wait outside. Can my mom come? Is she high? Can we meet yeah, at keep, them all? Keep the mall. Meet at the mall. Uh, she's right
3: around Dave's age, you know. It could be romance in the making. Hey, no. yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Lissy is always welcome. All right, She can have her as a guest on one of these post games. It's fine. What
4: the hell is going on in the show tonight? We, we just <laughs> lost our out. Host,
1: no, so she'll come alive. Like
0: she come as a goddamn Matthew. angel. In a, in we drove. We drove along. this
1: car off the
3: rails, and and John just said, "Screw it, I'm out. Ashbo yeah. yeah. can handle these
2: guys." That's how. That's how bad <laughs> that was. It's usually John's mom. We we make. Fun I mean, of if of we that, go to
4: pick her know. up and it's like some sea donkey that just shows up, man, I, I'm Stay out. Sea donkey. donkey. Yeah. Sea you donkey.
3: See- you speak kindly of Mrs. Lissy. I, all right. I, I, I Bro, want to say that saint. she's
2: good-looking. That's all. Defend she your didn't, mom, dude. She didn't have <laughs> a choice to be Mrs. Lissy and have me as a kid, all right? So just think about oh, that. Oh, downhill now. Yeah, I don't
0: even know what we're talking so about. So as we now. look at game four adjustments <laughs> – uh, you know, one of the things that Espo mentioned is the fact that we need to try to set the tone with Patrick Beverly. I think one of the challenges with that is the way that he foul baits. So if we try to set the tone, we we sell those hard picks. If he's flopping all over the place and getting fouls on us, you know, we're not doing moving screens, but he still makes it appear to be a moving screen. That's that's one of those fine line adjustments. As, As move forward, Sons can do a lot Foundator. more
1: screens to get Patrick Beverly off of the guy they want. They don't want him on. I mean, that's that's just it. What they weren't doing is setting hard screens. Booker uh, was going out real wide around Aiden Aiden yeah. screens and charges screens. They can do a lot more. They can have guard screening for each other. They can have Cam Johnson coming out and screening. They can have Mikell Bridges coming out and screening to force the switch. You got to force the switches, and if they're going to fight through the switches, you got to shoot over top of it. So it's just or or get the foul as he's fighting through, like everybody does against the Suns. Uh, So they they can get they can get over on Patrick Beverly by being more physical, and they haven't been.
3: Look, just uh, you just need a hard like a hard screen from Da. I don't want Jay Crowder doing anything. He's too close to that technical line. Yes. Uh, if if he wasn't, I'd say let mm-hmm. Jay go take care of this. But you know,
1: no, have I just mean hard, Archer. hard, honest fouls. Uh, not hard yeah. honest picks, not even hard, honest fouls. Just I, I agree. With
3: the way Patrick Beverly reacts to everything,
0: yes, as
3: as if he's trying out for some daytime soap in LA. <laughs> like I I don't want Jay Crowder to be the guy to set that tough pick and then have uh, have the master foul baiter in uh, in Patrick Beverly uh, get the get a technical called on him i I'd, I'd be fine with the a getting a technical for setting a really hard pick and just setting the tone it's the we will not back down from you we do not care if you try to irritate us we will hit you just as hard back this
0: that's is the- Sparta <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> The Master Foul Baiter brought to you by (laughs) Manscaped. Our mood is so much
2: better now. Remember how we started this pod, and now that's why we do this. We come together. We it's come therapy together. Session. Come if you're a master foulbater
3: and need to make things smell or feel better, Just don't downstairs. use a clipper. <laughs> We're not talking clippers until this series is over with,
1: man. To-
0: By the oh, way, we got lotions, quick. potions, oh, and right. trim. Are we
1: talking? Scissors. Yeah, scissors, right? I yeah. will yeah. say lotions, mm-hmm.
0: and scissors. I, I listened to the podcast earlier today. I'm with Saul. I didn't receive scissors either, Espo. How did you Thank get the scissors? You.
3: Yeah, you got these yes. special golden yeah. awesome. That's what happens. Uh, Manscaped just said, man. "You know what?
0: You do those reads so well.
3: We're going to give you these special scissors." Yeah, so.
0: I, it's probably because I don't do any of the reads, and for that, I'm sorry. So, if you want to go to Manscaped and use code <laughs> Suns Jam, not not Solar Jam or whatever Solar Panel, yes, Flaming Baller, yeah. save yourself twenty uh, percent on Manscaped products, or Suns Jam. It's only six letters. Nice, easy for you, easy for me, easy for your balls. Or <laughs> you could just use bleach; and it works the exact same. <laughs> or you <laughs> jam star of the game oh i it's love matt you guys matt ulysses
3: for whatever the hell he just said <laughs> oh
0: my god wow. so this is a reminder to everybody who is watching along live to please subscribe please hit the thumbs up button and if you're listening on the bright side of the sun podcast network please subscribe rate and review as well if you're watching along live let us know who your jam star of the game is uh, bleach. That's what a lot of people are getting. Bleach. Yeah, don't, bleach don't, balls. Don't don't, don't do that, guys. No, don't don't, do don't use bleach. Bleach don't balls. Bleach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Suns Jam <laughs> seven <laughs> letters? <laughs> yes, it's seven letters. I said six.
3: <laughs> we can't
0: count. count. We can't groom properly. We got nothing no, going. We for. got nothing. But going around the room here, who wants to start? Who's your jam? Start the game. Jam. I'm gonna
4: go with Cam jam. again. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Cam again. Uh, you know, you kind of expect 18 and nine from D.A. at a minimum now. So I'm good with D.A. I'm gonna give it to Cam again because hey, he's he's had his best series of the three so far um, of the three series so far. He's played his best in this series and I expect him to continue and yeah. he's been good.
3: Paul in the chat says, "Lissy's mom." That's my <laughs> brother, Paul. Too. Come on, Paul,
0: you're better She's than hoping that. Paul, oh. you're not invited over yet. for Thanksgiving. Lissy's again. mom has got to go. That's my oh. mother-in-law, Paul. You can't come over for Thanksgiving. Hey,
2: John, there's a T-shirt. Start making T-shirts. My mom, Lissy's mom. <laughs> Yeah. What's
0: great is is Lissy's dad loves watching this show. So, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh,
2: geez.
1: Wow. Okay. Hey, so I'm going to say the, star of the game is Jalen Smith for getting off the oh bench in God. the Western Conference
0: yeah. Finals. Dicks get some love. That's how
1: bad they played. They all played so bad that oh. we got to give it to Jalen Smith for getting off the bench. And he got a rebound in there, too, I think.
0: Wow. Yeah, he, he did. Finally he finally did rebound. it. Espo, Good who do for, you have?
1: Plus two for the game, by the way.
3: Plus nobody for the game. Nobody deserves the Jam Star. It was that kind of game. Look, I, nobody, nobody does us for watching that game. That's who deserves the Jam Star. Is what is slogging through that game. The fans deserve it for for watching that.
2: All right, what do you got, Lissy? I got Cam Johnson. His comfortability, his comfortability on the floor, especially in the Western Conference Finals, he's not very shy, and I love that. And I think he's doing a lot on in the paint. He's doing just a lot more, but we didn't really see during the season consistently. But he's doing it during the Western Conference Finals, so that earns him the jam start tonight and a loss.
4: I feel like a cam jam is coming. Like, dude, can't you feel it? Like, yes, it's, yeah. it's going to happen in yeah. this series. I feel like, and then we're all going to totally. lose it.
1: Yeah.
0: I have nobody for my job. Like, I don't you know either. Like, yeah, Cam Johnson is the obvious pick because he's the only one who I felt did something uh, positive. DA was fantastic when they fed him the ball. You know, continuing to see him play at the level that he is, is great. But again, he wasn't having a good, you know, uh, uh, night on the box uh, or down on the blocks against Evica Zubac or yeah. Zubac. And I think that that was a big part of this game. You know, as, as you mentioned, he Zubac came out physical. And D.A. didn't match, match his physicality, which we don't always expect from D.A. He's more of a finesse player. Uh, so he let him kind of get some of those offensive rebounds. And the Clippers, I'll, I'll tell you this, their team that if they get an offensive rebound, they're hitting a three. Best three yeah. point shooting team in the league. When they get those offensive rebounds. It's going around the court and somebody's going to get a wide open three. And that's just what happens. And that's why you can't let that happen. And that's been a great adjustment by them is like, listen, we're not going to play the five out. We have to have somebody who can be physical down on the blocks, and you know Zubak really did that to set the tone tonight. So uh, that's, I, I I guess the I don't know I'm I'm with Espo like it's got to be us. Uh, don't wear the orange jerseys again; they look bad. So can- they're wearing they're wearing them every road game. No, which is stupid. Yeah. They need we need Where we need that purple.
3: Yeah, we need the perps.
4: Why do if they're wearing black, you can't wear purple?
0: Oh yeah, true.
3: Well, that's true. Uh, somebody in the chat, Chris, says Scott Foster's Essence, which is the worst cologne ever, <laughs> if you were wondering. Scott Foster's Essence.
4: <laughs> it smells like Black uh, Panther. You know, it's good, it's it smells yeah. like Black Panther, like Black like Panther. Panther sweat. Yeah. 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 sixty
0: percent <laughs> of the time, the, the time Suns get screwed every time. Every time, yep. <laughs> yeah. Look,
3: I, this, I think it's the fans also because we no longer have to hear the suns and four crap because it can't happen this series. So we can put that to bed. Yeah. So that's a win as well this evening. So hey, let me ask thoughts? you guys. Yeah. Go I got a final
1: it. thought. Um, How many, uh, the Suns are the Kings of the mid range, right? Would you guys agree that the Suns have the best mid range shooting team in the league?
3: Yes. They mm-hmm. yes, are the yes, monsters yes. of the mid range. That is correct. Yeah.
1: How many points do you think they had the mid range tonight? Oh geez, like Ooh. 10?
4: 12. Yeah. I would say 18. 32.
1: 8. 8, eight points. 8, eight, eight points two? in the mid range. That's really why, that's what you uh, that's all you got to take away from this game. The Suns wow. are going to get back to playing their game and wow. there's nobody in the league can stop them. Uh, uh and, I want to know and, for sure. And, and the Nuggets weren't I'm Excuse me. The Clippers weren't even trying to stop the mid range. It's just the Suns couldn't hit anything.
3: Dave, I want to know for Saturday if that is the lowest point total for mid range they've had this season. That's oh, a good man. question. It's got to be. Ooh, it's got to yeah. be close. Got to
1: be close because that's 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 terrible.
0: Yeah, not good. And they've only
1: made 16 threes in the last two games combined, the Suns, which is also incredibly low. So I feel like we're about to see an offensive explosion. Is it game four, game five? We don't know. The Clippers defense is not that good. They're really reckless in their defense because they don't have a great defense. They didn't have a great defense at all this season. So I I think the the Suns are going to uh, have a breakout game really soon. Yeah, well, look,
0: think. Go go ahead, as well.
3: I was just to say, look. For me, the final thought is, as Suns fans, don't give into that natural instinct of being defeatist and acting as if the everything is is coming to an end because of this. I mean, that you know, people will be like, "Oh, it, we're still cursed because Devin and and Cam's ankle." Just don't go there. Nope. Things are still good here. This is one speed bump. It's one game. I mean, we were we thought the same thing in the Lakers series. We know how that turned out. Keep the faith. That's uh, that's my uh, my final
0: thought. And Dave, just so you know, to kind of follow up on a point there, the Clippers had the fourth best opposing points per game this season and the uh, eighth best defensive rating. So they are a top ten defense. Uh, But I mean, it's been it's. Patrick but, uh, Beverly starting is is that adjustment. That's really what's kind of thrown things out of whack. And kind of to both of your points, we were asking for the same thing of these Suns after those two losses against the Lakers. We knew an offensive explosion was coming, and that's what eventually happened. And especially in ga- you know, once we hit game four, game five, game six, they just they remembered how to hit threes again. And it's going to happen. This team knows how to do it. They get a lot of open shots. How many? That'll be the fun thing to look at the advanced stats in the morning is to see how many shots were actually wide open for the Suns because they had a lot of them. The, the corner threes for Devin Booker, the mid range shots—they were all there. They just weren't knocking them down tonight. Like I said, they, it was a weird feel to the game. We all felt it. Something was just—you know—it must was it, whether it be the referees or some of those missed early shots that just weren't going down. It felt weird. Even going into halftime, being up two, it's like we shouldn't be up two. Yeah, we played a yeah. lot worse. Than I couldn't we,
1: believe the Suns had a two point lead after that first yeah. half.
0: Yeah, it was it was really a, just a strange field of game, and it, that's okay. Guess what, Suns fans? Winning is hard in the NBA, especially in the Western Conference Finals. You're not going to win every game. The goal: come out and win tomorrow, and by tomorrow I mean Saturday. And <laughs> if we don't win, then then win Game Five at home with that raucous, crazy crowd. We have home court advantage for a reason. You're going to need it. This yep. I, I said at the beginning of the series, this is going to be a tough series. Winning those first two games without CP3 was fantastic. It's how you want to start the series. But every game is its own entity. We'll look back at this one as the one where Devin Booker and Chris Paul just couldn't shoot. And our guard play was piss poor. And our mid-range shooting was piss poor. And uh, there were some bad calls. Yeah, but I mean, welcome to the NBA. So,
3: Yeah, I mean, look, if they win game five, they win game 7, no matter ha- what happens in LA, they win the series. That's Boom. that's still what what it comes down to. So.
0: Matthew, any hey, final hey, thoughts? Stay no one better. Thank you
1: very much for that big donation. I appreciate it. We all oh, always oh, appreciate yeah. it.
0: thank you, man. I don't know if I even see it. I was Sorry, I'm talking. Go yeah. There you go. it's no, okay. It. Rally the belly with a chick named yeah. Sally. God bless you.
2: Thing. God bless you. Um the Patrick Beverly thing's going to go away. This last series I think his coach was hoping he would foul out of games, right? So they didn't have to play him. He's not going to consistently be this way, so I'm not worried about that. Booker said very positive energy in in the locker room, so that's good to hear. You know that's going to be something that's always going to happen whether they win or lose. I honestly think that the energy they're going to have next game, they're going to come back. They're going to win this in 5 and uh I'm not too scared of the Paul George and the Clippers. I
4: mean I mean let's be real. Like if you're the Suns, if you're CP3, if you're Devin Booker, you, you walk into that locker room like, man, did we just crap ourselves? Oh well, yeah, like time to move on. Right. Like, and, and that's yeah. what I I, I I firmly believe that they, they will play their best game in game four. They've proven that basically all year long. Every time they've had a stinker like this, they've always bounced back. Um, that's why they didn't lose back-to-back games for quite a while this season. So I expect them to come back in, in strong in game four. And and even if they don't win game four. I think they're going to play remarkably better um, and and set themselves up for a game five, which I expect them to win. So,
0: any final thoughts, gentlemen?
3: Yeah, can I can I do the Lissy thing tonight? Yes, get get Lissy with it. Go go home and bleach your family. That's what it is. (laughs)
0: Oh, (laughs) there it is. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining. Before
4: before we go though, there for anybody out there, I think Espo's boy is doing a, a caravan out there That's to true. L.A.
3: Uh, yeah. Far, uh, you want to plug that? Yeah, Tyler oh. with the uh, Bird Gang Travel Group, he's heading up a uh, a bus out to mm-hmm. L.A. for game four. Uh, check it out. Highly recommend it. So mm-hmm. uh, I think you uh, can hit up his social, uh, Bird Gang Travel Club, and, and check it out. I, it's going to be fun. I, I get it. It'd be much more fun if they were going for a sweep. Well, the Suns could use your support in L.A. too. And uh, so head out there. Uh, good cause, uh, good fun for everybody. It's a, basically a party bus. You'll be able to uh, drink away your sorrows from game three and get ready
0: for game four on the way to L.A. Jesus, so, that's uh, a six-hour drive. You're going to be fucking faded by the time you get holy there. Exactly. Dude. Hey, uh, John,
4: You can watch the
1: stream in the morning and then jump on the bus and go to L.A. Let's go. <laughs> there you go.
4: Boom.
1: Um, hey, John, several people have asked where to get the shirt you're wearing.
0: Oh, yeah. So this is Craig A. Hamill. And if you look behind Dave, he's got the same print up on the wall. Yep. Craig A. Hamill on Twitter. Check him out. He does oh, and he also talks. has a
1: Western Conference Finals version available now. So, yeah. yeah, Craig A. Hamill on Twitter. That'll give you the link to his t His, red, site, bubble page. his it's- red Bubble page. uh Red Bubble page where you can get actually that print in just about anything you want it on. Um, and uh, it's got a Western Conference Finals version that has campaign in it, too. Yeah. And, and
3: yeah. if we're going to shamelessly plug things, go to shirts.solarpanelpod.com and get your Armani mode shirt as Armani well. Armani mode, baby. <laughs> All right, sweet. Well, I'm hey, gonna and if we're going to keep shamelessly <laughs> plugging shirts, <laughs> I love shirts, plugging shit.
0: We
1: got the Valley Oop shirt on Com. Hey, Custom- I I little there's little also,
0: And there's also the Valley Oop shirt yeah, that I'll give I designed you a in ask, January. Bro. Me that check check out the Suns Jam Session Redbubble page because we got all kinds of shit. We got a shirt with Booker's bloody face on it after Game Two. So, I mean, we got shirts everywhere. If you like
1: shirts, it next we got to shirts. Steve Nash's case, I want to have one with Booker and Nash next. I'll make other. it on specifically for you.
0: I'll make it specifically <laughs> right. for and, you.
3: And if you want to know somebody that's wasting a lot of money, Saul's going to be losing a lot of money to EJ on the golf course tomorrow. This so is you can story. hear all oh, yes. out it Saturday yes. morning awesome. on the solar panel. panels. So.
0: Where are we watching game four? You need a caddy? No, bro. (laughs) Come on, caddy. Come on, now. (laughs) Yeah, he wanders off into the desert alone thinking about where his ball is. I have a bad
2: back anyways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where are we watching game four? I don't know. Hooters with the fellas? (laughs) Hooters with the fellas is not a bad idea. (laughs) I think Matthew and I are going to watch it at Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers on uh, the 101 and Ray.
1: Hey whoever out there wants to join those guys, get out yeah, there. Come, Cold beers t- Come
0: order. by, say hi or don't say hi to us. Just like look at us from afar. <laughs> not like weirdly, talking to people. Look
1: weirdly at them
0: yeah. from, from afar. Yeah. So
1: but don't on, talk to them. On if they that come note, near I can't you believe, walk away.
0: I can't believe we made it this long. Uh enjoy everyone who's listening, like I hope you enjoy this. Everyone who's watching this, I hope you enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that uh the last time we all got together after a playoff loss was after the Lakers obviously did the whole LeBron, Andre Drummond thing, and the same thing happened. We leave this little podcast feeling better about what's going on. It's good to get together with Suns fans and kind of talk it out instead of being frustrated in your brother-in-law's room with a fan behind you and all the memories on the wall behind him uh, like Matthew's doing right now. Yeah, see, Dave, just look where Matthew's at. He's in my room right now. I'm
1: halfway in the bathroom. How would I know he's in your room? Yeah, uh, I'm like, because I told you.
2: <laughs> I haven't so, been allowed in here last time, right, John? Yeah. I haven't you, been yeah. able to be in here with you and uh, your wife. I don't know yeah. That's,
0: that's
3: not- <laughs> your sister. Why do we always forget that?
0: It's your sister, Lizzie.
1: God.
0: <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining the podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, hit the thumbs up. We're out of here.